Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another edition of Propaganda.Earth. www.propaganda.Earth. Earth is a new domain. And we also have a blog, and the blog has a store domain. We also have fine products, pre-probiotics designed specifically for your blood type. The name of the show is Propaganda Earth. I'm your co-host, Propaganda Hitman. And we have, she has a name, Wheels of Steel. And Wheels of Steel is on the Wheels of Steel. We offer Cyprite tea that is specific for your blood type. So whether you're an OA, B, or AB, you can pick up a couple of boxes for you and your family at propagandaearth.store. We also have pre-probiotics designed specifically for your blood type. So we may not have 18 or 20 different strains, but I can tell you that that's called window dressing in the profession. When you have teeny tiny amounts of things that may be useful or beneficial or may be neutral, meaning no benefit at all. And some may even be, according to your blood type, to be avoided. How do you know? You don't know until you learn about pre-probiotics designed specifically for your type. Any patriotic music to start our show off with? No, I don't. Oh, my God, then... Ready? No, I'll I'll do my Ray Good Charles r- rendition. No, I, I think people would hang up the phone. And you've done too much work for today's show. So, without any further ado, what you got cooking? Okay, let's go right into Sh- um, Sean Spencer. Spicer. Spicer, here. Where the heck is this now? I'm all over. I can't find anything. Okay, here we go. And this is live from the White House. So many people went through this, whether they were Jews, or gypsies, gays, disability. I mean, pre- to make sure that America never... I'm not, and I, I get it, but at the end of the day, I don't think when you look at the state of Israel or the Jewish people themselves, I think there's been no better friend to Donald Trump, especially after the last eight years. The tremendous respect that he's shown Israel, the Jewish people, um, and to suggest anything otherwise is frankly a little disappointing. Mm-hmm. 
First things first, we can't bring in interpreters. We can't properly vet if we don't even have a State Department. We had all the Obama hacks with their anti-Israel Muslim agenda quit. Good riddance. But we don't have Donald Trump's uh, choice candidate approved yet. Rex Tillerson. So some of this has to fall directly on the head of the Democrats. They're being complete obstructionists. There is a tradition. You ask the questions, you get your advice, and then ultimately, as long as they fit within the under, as long as they fit within the parameters of constitutionalism, they give their consent. Not activist people at the State Department, people that fall within the tradition of the Constitution. That's a State Department wildly out of control. So until you are opposed and screaming, Democrats, about this uh, immigration ban, any nation that cannot protect its people from, uh, from dangerous immigrants is not a nation that's going to last very long. Well, of course, that you've seen what you've seen what they've been doing over the past eight uh-huh. years. I think they're very. I think a, the Democratic Party is very sick, very mentally disturbed. It, it does not have American values, although it screams that it does. It's a little leftist, hating, anti-flag, anti-American, and Barack Obama was the most regressive, uh, pro pro NSA state operator we have ever seen. I, I can tell that our cell phone calls are being listened to. You can hear when there is a digital delay going on in the cell phones. Everything is being recorded by NSA. It should be very obvious to you. And then what you find by, well, very uninformed people who have never read the Constitution, because all I ever hear is the Constitution protects these people. Your Constitution protects nothing when it comes to an immigrant. Unless that person, just because you're on American soil, does not give you constitutional prerogatives. We bestow them out of custom, but you can't find that in the Constitution. This is for citizens. The Constitution protects citizens, not visitors, we have a rule of law where we bestow to. And this nonsense about this inconvenience, this is not the movie Terminal, where Tom Hanks is hanging out in a terminal for three weeks a month because while he was traveling, his nation in Eastern Europe fell apart and the United States didn't yet have diplomatic relations. There is a process. There were judges, and the judges at that moment in time did the right thing, period. But the whole idea was to let nobody else in. Now, we've all been screaming for that. 
we're supposed to turn our homeland into a pissoir. When we've said over and over and over, we're an island nation. You don't have to let these people in. And then you don't have the problem. But now, and I've been, I think, calling for it for almost eight years. And now that we're doing it, the clown brigade on the far left, and I mean that, the Marxist brigade, is screaming and squealing like stuck little piglets. What do you got there, Hitman? Well, I'm still doing uh, Wheels of Steel. Go for it. I've got to find it. I think that's, that's what we're going to do to make sure, again, that the onus is on, on, on us to make sure that we're protecting the American people um, and that people who want to come into this country do so in a peaceful way. Margaret, sorry. Uh, uh, President Trump said this morning he's uh, going to do a big number on Dodd-Frank, and um, I wanted to know uh, what's the time frame for the big number? Um, is this legislation uh, that you're looking at teaming up with Republican lawmakers on, or do you think that the big number can mostly be handled um, through an executive? I think we're, we're continuing to work with the legislative affairs team on that. I think today what you saw is the first step down the path of regulatory relief to our nation's small and large businesses as well. Um, and I think that he understands, especially as a businessman himself and someone who's been involved in financing, that the, the impact that Dodd-Frank has had on lending in particular. I, I think we're going to continue to walk, work with Congress on reform. And I, 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 we'll have more for you on that at some point. Okay, can I that? Sean, I'm sorry. Okay, we're doing two for a day. Oh, that's great. Okay. Um, I, um, I'm wondering, uh, any, do you expect an EO on H-1Bs as part of all this uh, coming anytime soon? And also, I just wanted you to be aware that President Obama, through uh, his spokesman, has now uh, issued a statement on the executive order. Okay. Thank you. Um, I, I think with respect to H-1Bs and other visa, it's part of a larger... These H-1 visas, H-1D visa, are scams. This is the same crap that Disney pulled on American workers. What was it, 2,000 American jobs? People were fired. They brought in scabs, because that's what you would call people who aren't in the union, scabs from India. And then... They were told, the Americans were told, that if you didn't train them and cooperate in the process, you wouldn't get your severance bonus for, for uh, your early premature departure. That's what the H-1 visa has come into. People, average, run-of-the-mill, young people working in Silicon Valley, my understanding, are earning about $100,000 a year. They're bringing them in from India and uh, or China, and they're paying them sixty to seventy thousand. So our own worker in the United States is being exploited massively. But worse than that, the N1 the H1 visa. Yeah, it's like an N1 H1N1 visa. This visa for Silicon Valley enable allows a wife, the children, and the grandparents, the parents. And grandparents, all to come in, and what do they do? $60,000 employee gets to put everybody on Social Security. And these little freaking Marxist skanks 
I buy nothing from Amazon. I canceled my Amazon Prime. Uh, Chucky Schultz running Starbucks as if it's his own company when it's a publicly traded company supported the dark act so you don't know that in all that crap you eat that there's GMO. What a sick mind. Then, that's Starbucks. Then he just said he's going to be hiring 10,000 foreigners, immigrants. As we have a Muslim, as we have a a major Muslim leader makes this message to all Christians. This is Jews too, not just Christians. If you refuse to convert to Islam, then the only thing between you and us is a sword. That's right. America, wake up, you stupid liberal Marxist. I think you need the sword. Not across the head. No, uh, up here. up the ass, which yeah, is what they it. what they did to Muammar al Gaddafi and Hillary left. We saw, we came. He died. Ha ha. We saw, he came. We saw. She has protection. You stupid liberal Marxists don't have protection. You dumbass. All these liberals in Hollywood all have bodyguards. Yeah, they're building walls. You dumb, stupid Marxist liberals. And now you're uh, so stupid. Now the head of Facebook, the little Marxist skank, is building. No, he can't. He might be building a wall, but he dropped the uh, lawsuit against all the poor Hawaiian people yeah, because, because his, liberal Marxist, his liberal his, Marxist protesters his protested social him. justice <laughs> compound. Right. They came and bit the hand that fed them. Oh, my God. What else you got? We're going back to Ben. Spicer. Spicer. Immigration uh, reform efforts that the president will continue nobody to talk knows about through executive about order him. and through working with Congress. Uh, but you've already seen a lot of action on immigration. I think whether it's it's that or the spousal visas or, or other type of visas, I think there's an overall need to look at all of these programs. Uh, and you'll see both through executive action and through comprehensive legislative measures a way to address immigration as a whole and the visa program. Zeke. And here's another one, you, hey, Marxist liberal assholes, U.S. I.M.A.M. Muslims have the right to take the property of filthy Christians and Jews. And his name is Y-A-S-I-R-H-A-D-H-I. Are you nuts? Yasir Hadi. A prominent American IMAM Imam. and college professor oh. at Rhodes College in Mississippi, te- uh, no, in Mi- Mi- Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> this is what he says. He says he recent, just recently publicly said that Christians and Jews are the filthy, impure, and basically no different than fleas and urine. So the question is... You want to hear him say it? If Meyer Kahani, as a Jew, had said that... Oh, my God! The outrage would have echoed 
from the This is the precise definition of shirk. To make a partner along with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we realize then that obviously shirk, which is the opposite of tawheed, must by necessity and by definition be the most evil of all evils. As Jews and Christians are mushrikun in our perspective of tawheed, as we have studied, we can understand how, and uh, only the Muslims are upon tawheed. Now, and it is also the same reason or the same principle of tawheed, which is the first obligation upon every single human being. That he bears witness and he testifies that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is because of the same principle of tawheed that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has been commanded to do jihad. Jihad is a means and not a goal in and of itself. It is a means to establish tawheed on the land. I have been commanded to fight the people until they testify la ilaha illallah. So the whole reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us and sent the prophets and revealed the books and differentiated us based upon this principle and allowed for jihad is the basis and is the principle of tawheed. The life and property of a mushrik holds no value Christian Jew. in the state of jihad. Christian and Jew. I don't know what to tell you people. I don't know what to tell these liberal Marxists. I and don't. And this guy's in the United States. These... That, the, that the Constitution and freedom of speech is... Beneath their... Pardon me. They think that the freedom of speech is a suicide pact. And they're going to use it against us to continue to proselytize hate. Now, we went after the KKK for this. And every time Spencer on the right or David Duke or somebody, which is such a small percentage, speaks up, they want them silenced. Everybody has to, uh, if they were supporting Donald, Donald is supposed to abandon their support. Well, how about mainstream Muslims telling us, telling us that they will not support this garbage? Now, I don't believe our Constitution is a suicide pact. And I believe that when you start talking this kind of hatred, this person needs to be in prison and then he needs to have, be stripped, if he is a citizen, of the citizenship. And he needs to be put in Guantanamo, and he needs to be held until we can pay some nation, negotiate with some nation to take this degenerate out of here. But he should go, in my opinion, in a body bag. And that's not here. That's not good old boys. That's once he's in Guantanamo, and he's deposited in the soil of whatever rat trap he came from. He should be deposited this in a body Bush, bag. This is, the Bush, the Barack, they okay. the this is what these slime balls Bush who gave fellatio to the Arab oil emirates. This is what it's come down to. And now they want to stop us protecting ourselves. And they want to stop us from protecting Here. ourselves. And they want to belittle us. And Listen they want to call us racist. Sorry. Um, certainly in President Obama's uh, tenure. Do you talk to, what does that speak about Mr. Bannon's role within the White House?
White House within the policy uh, decision-making structure. Well, let, let's, be, let's be honest. I mean, David Axelrod walked in and out of NSC meetings quite frequently by his own account and by several of your accounts. Um, what this shows is that this administration is being rather transparent, that is putting on the people, on the, out in the public who's going to be going in and out of those meetings, uh, not just letting people go in willy-nilly. Um, I think it shows that this administration is trying to make sure that we don't hide things, uh, wait for them to count after the fact. Uh, so it, it recognizes the role that he's going to play, but Steve's not going to be in every meeting. Like, like Axelrod, he'll come in and out when needed, uh, but I think we wanted to be upfront about it and make sure that that, that was stated so it wasn't a story when he did. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, just on, on the again, strike from over the weekend, um, can you talk a little bit about the President's personal involvement? I mean, this seems to be the first major right. letter he's given. Um, and separately, does he intend to speak to the family of the, uh, the fallen service member? Thanks. Um, he was, per, you know, obviously aware of the strike occurring. He was kept in constant contact Saturday night um, of the status of the mission, of both the success that it had and the, uh, the tragic loss of life that occurred to that member. Um, we are currently following Department of Defense next of kin procedures, and as soon as it is appropriate, uh, the President will be speaking with the, with the family members. Was, was 
written with the help of an individual who's both Jewish and the descendants of Holocaust survivors. To suggest that, that remembering the Holocaust and acknowledging all of the people, Jewish, gypsies, priests, disabled, gays, and lesbians, I mean, it's, it's frank, I, it is pathetic that people are picking on a statement. I remember we issued a statement at Christmas time calling Christ the King, and many of the reporters that are in this room and otherwise started wondering whether we were referring to the King as the president-elect. Do you know how offensive that was to Christians? I mean, I, the, the idea that you're nitpicking a statement that sought to remember this tragic event that occurred have, and the uh, people who died in it is just that? ridiculous. What is it? I, I think he, he acknowledged the suffering that existed and wants to make sure that it's enshrined in the American people's memory so that something like this never, ever happens again. In a minute, in a minute. And I think okay, to sit there and suggest that he was trying to single out anything, and, and, and any people of which he has shown such tremendous Trump's respect life. for, Holocaust. and such a willingness in terms of the state of Israel to go out there and show the partnership that it needs to exist between us and, and the respect. And when you contrast that, frankly, a statement, a statement, and you look at the actions of the last administration, the Iran nuclear deal, them giving uh, Palestine uh, an equal footing in terms of the amendment that was passed to the UN Security Council, on their way out the door, to compare a statement that remembers the Holocaust with the actions of the last eight years and the disrespect that was shown to Israel is unbelievable. Where were the questions about the UN Security Council resolution that came forward? Bravo. Where the hell was this spineless, gutless, castrato media then? Where were the questions then? Where was the outrage? I'm not, but I'm just saying, no, I'm not getting into who wrote it, but he has several members of the Jewish faith on his senior staff, and to suggest that, that it was an omission of anything else is, is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Sean, um, there's a, I think, I'm, I'm sure you're aware, there's a dissent cable that's being circulated yes. inside the State Department, right. um, and uh, takes issue with the executive order. Uh, are you aware of it? What's your reaction to it? And are you concerned that you are facing a bureaucracy at the State Department that may not be... Um, yeah, we need to clean house and fire all the Obama and Bush hacks. The thing is clean the swamp, drain the swamp. On safe zones, President yep. Trump said uh, a couple of times before the election that he wanted Persian Gulf countries not only to be open to this, but to support it, yeah. to pay for it. Does the, is that the request he made of the King of Saudi Arabia in the phone call over the weekend? Uh, so on the first part, um, uh, the first part dealt with the second cable. Yes, we're aware of that. This is a procedure that is part of the State Department's way of letting career officials, uh, career foreign service officers express themselves. Obviously, we're aware of it. Um, but I think that any, any government official, anyone who doesn't understand the President's goal in this, and, and what this actually was. Again, I think this has been blown way out of proportion and exaggerated. Again, you talk about in the 24-hour period, 325,000 people from other countries flew in through our airports, and we're talking about 109 people. From seven countries that the Obama administration identified, and these career bureaucrats have a problem with it, I think that they should either get with the program or they can go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is Real clear. Quit. Quit. Get out the way, bitch. Understand that that's his number one priority, and it's his number one duty, as it should be 
with any leader to keep our, our people and our institutions safe from attack. And that these steps are frankly common sense steps that the president's taking to make sure that we're never looking in the rearview mirror saying we should have done something like this. Nine. He did have a conversation about financing with him as well. Yes. President Obama, this statement that was just referenced earlier, said that he's heartened by the level of engagement taking place in communities around the country. Does President Trump have a message for the protesters, and does he have a message for the 109 people that you just mentioned, and says it's two for Monday? Uh, <laughs> on this memo about the plan to defeat ISIS, President campaigned and said that he had a plan to defeat ISIS, does he? Yes, he does, and he's talking to his generals to make sure that they provide him the feedback necessary to implement it. That is an ongoing conversation that he continues to have with both the Joint Chiefs, Secretary of State, designee, Homeland Security, Secretary and the Secretary of Defense. But he has been having that conversation within his National Security Council, within his advisors, to make sure that he has that. He has tasked the Joint Chiefs with a plan to come up with and implement some of his recommendations and some of theirs to make sure that we can defeat ISIS. So, so. And on the message, please, to the protesters and specifically to the families who this weekend were caught up in this. Yeah, and I, I think that it's a shame that people were inconvenienced, obviously. But at the end of the day, we're talking about a couple hours. I would rather. You know, I'm sorry that some folks may have had to wait a little while, but I think the president would much rather know that he's not placing a call to someone who was killed because of someone was led in this country to commit a terrorist act. Or keep, so if you weigh the calls that we have to have, someone being temporarily inconvenienced coming into an airport, and I think when you do talk to some of those people, as I mentioned, a couple of them were interviewed. Oh, give me a break. We're at war. We're at war just because Congress hasn't declared it. They never had the guts to declare war. This is a war. We have troops on the ground in Iraq, in Afghanistan, in Syria, in Libya. This, we have troops in Yemen, advisors. We have troops in Saudi Arabia. We have advisors in Kuwait. This is a war. The United States is at war. Declare the war. It is time to declare the war. And then these fucking social justice warriors will get the message that under war, it's martial law. And it's not martial law that I was worried that we were going to be under with Hillary Clinton, who is going to clamp down on the right and on freedom of speech and freedom of protest and take away our guns. No. This is... The real war. This is the real war. It's an ex existential war for the survival of the United States because we have a fifth column in the United States of self-loathing liberals who do not have a spine, who do not have testicles, who eat too much estrogen-blocking foods from their PCB cans, PCBs, their, their estrogen cans, liners, the plastics that they drink from, the plastics in the water, the plastics in the fish that they're eating, from the 55 different uh, injections that they get that their brains don't even work, their guts are destroyed, the MSG that they live on day and night, the Red Bulls that they slam, their brains are gone. 
And finally, the adults have stepped in. It is time to call what's going on in the Middle East since 9-11 a war. This is a war. And it's time to declare the war. And then we'll shut all immigration down 100% without any exception. And then Donald can make a decision. Are we going to let the completely destroyed, murdered, raped, beheaded Christians in? You're damn right. Yeah, and do you know that Obama's social security ban guns affects millions of seniors, stripping them of their gun rights? Do people know this? No. How did that happen? How did it happen? Yeah. Clarence Henderson just said, I don't, well, let me see. <clears throat> or do you, why don't you stay with what you're doing? Let me read this. Too late. I okay. lost it. Why don't you just turn Spicer back on? Very good idea. Well, I can say former President Obama has successfully enacted in tr- enacted gun control in American people. His parting gift as he left office was to strip the gun rights of millions of current and future senior citizens. Trying the trying the social security system to the anti-gun tying the social security system to the anti-gun Brady NICS that database prevents any prevents as many as two point as as many as four point two million law abiding citizens from owning guns without trial or due process. This is the largest gun grab in the history in our history. So we must urge President Trump to repeal this. And you're going to need to post that I'm on gonna, the yeah, and I site. Put, and yeah, on, and I put my name on it right now. And on okay. Facebook, too. Yes, sir. Let me put this right on. Here we go. It. Here we go. To the best of our ability, is here because they want to enjoy this country and come in peacefully. And so he takes that obligation extremely seriously. And I and so, hold on. I'm just going to finish Cecilia's question that she's so good on the second one. Um, that to make sure that somebody is inconvenienced a little. And people experience this all the time, sometimes going in and out of TSA. We have to wait in lines, too. But we do so to make sure that we're getting on a plane to make sure that we're going to a destination, not committing a nefarious act. I think that the safety of our country, the safety of our people, is always going to be at the forefront of this president's head. And this is where he wants to go. And so, again, I, I think that we've got to keep all of this into proportion. We had 109 people that were temporarily detained. They're all in. But they were temporarily detained to make sure that the safety of the other 324 million Americans was put first. I don't see how that's a big problem. Small price to pay. Small price. Oh, please, it's a joke. If we had extreme vetting, the Sarnai brothers would never have done what they did. Omar Mateen wouldn't have done what he did. Okay, the San Bernardino psychopath bitch, the Pakistani, Saudi Arabian would never have done what she did. Don't ever tell me that we have extreme vetting. What a horse's ass crap pile. You know what's going on in Islamburg? I've got videos all over our website, propagandaearth.store, where you can see these Arabs who just drool hatred for America, and they're here. And they tell you that you have to submit. This extreme vetting is a pile of shit. And it's probably done with the greatest liberal psychopaths who totally want this shit to go on in the United States. Internationalists, globalists, 
not America first people. The State Department is a freaking whorehouse. And I know these people. I know where they come from. They come from Princeton. And they come from Yale. And they're pampered, spoiled American haters. I remember talking to one of them who I graduated high school with. And she talked about, oh, well, you know, we're, you know, the, those those ugly Americans, come on, you know what I'm talking about. The ones that go in August with their flip-flops and their jams to Florence while all the Europeans have the closed stores, they're closed, they're on vacation. Why don't you go on vacation with us? We'll take a river cruise up the, up the Danube. No, I'm not an elitist. I don't buy into your... Ivy League values, your quaint homosexuality, your wife swapping, your eyes wide shut values, your anti-Jewish, anti-Christian values. Oh, that's all quaint. We left it all behind. No, I'm not part of that garbage. I loathe it. I know that without America, this would be a prison planet. It's exactly what it would be. The dictators, the tyrants. I know the guy who was the partner of George Soros, Jimmy Rogers. He loves it in Singapore. Everything's orderly. They fine you for everything. You fart in a restaurant, they fine you. You have water sitting underneath in a little on your a little tray underneath a plant on your terrace and the government can fine you because of the risk of transferring fl- uh, mosquito-borne diseases. It's a fascist utopia. That's all these people want. Dictators and dictators and they pretend And they say Donald's a dictator. If they had their way, the Internet would be shut down. If they had their way, Christians would be shut down. If they had their way, all your children would have to be indoctrinated into cross-gender homosexuality. If they get their way. White people have to shut up if they get their way. Christians and Jews have to submit if they get their way. This is the final hour. If Hillary had won, it was over. Donald won, let me tell you. Now they're squealing, screaming. You turn the lights on and you see the cockroaches running. They're climbing The walls, the rats are climbing in the house. They're climbing the walls. This is not going to be pretty. Everywhere they're going to go after Donald. Everywhere they're going to try articles of impeachment. Everywhere they're going to do investigations on on Donald's business interests. These people will not stop. And the only question is, And I think where we're going to lose is because the Republicans in Congress and Senate are gutless. They have no idea how to brawl. I saw it with my own ears when Donald took on the Republican establishment. 
17 or 16 others. He knocked them out of the park. They were no match for Donald, and they would have been no match for Hillary Clinton. Any one of them would have had their ass handed to them. But they're going to pretend like they're the loyal, that they'll be the, the voice. They must be out of their mind, Marco Rubio. Out of this freaking mind, the faggot. Totally out of his mind. The little liar. He's going to hold Donald accountable. Why didn't you hold Barack Obama accountable, you spineless son of a bitch? How about you, Lindsey Graham? Where the hell were you? Your breath smells so bad because you spent eight years licking Obama's ass. Why didn't you hold him accountable? Border, this heroin addiction, this mayhem on the streets, this Brexit is of California Calexit is on your lap. You were the wrong, the one in the Senate. Same for you, McCain. You should have built a wall. Let me tell you something, McCain. It was on your soil. You didn't even need the federal government to build a wall. Your state could have built that damn wall, you pansy-ass bullshit artist, drug addict. How many fucking prescription drugs are you on, you psychopath, phony John McCain? You didn't need any authorization from the federal government. It's on your state's land. You should have built the fence. It's your state that allowed the narco-trafficking to go on. It's your state that allows the money laundering to go on. You are a the failed disgrace as a senator. You've accomplished nothing but lined your pockets and made the unaccountable military-industrial complex ever more powerful. You're a failure. Much of that damn Mexican border is in your state. What a failed whore you are. You walking Alzheimer's son of a bitch. John McCain. John McCain. A name that will live in treasonous infamy. Oh, you're going to go after a hero? Let me tell you something. I read a a stupid-ass book in school when I was a child. A hero is nothing but a sandwich. Your claim to fame was you got knocked shot out of the sky. In my world, you should have taken your cyanide pill and died. In every other country, Nazi Germany, Imperial Japan, they would have killed themselves, then be captured. You, sir, are a pansy coward. There's a saying, a hero dies one death, a coward dies for 60 years, and that's what you are, McCain. You're a nothing but a coward. And the reason why these idiots in in Arizona vote for you, because you're a fucking old troll, and they like their old trolls. It's a geriatric state, so they feel warm and fuzzy getting old with you. As they have to lock their homes and secure their gates. And in the middle of the night, 
They hear the rustling through the saguaro, the cactus. And it's the coyotes, the human coyotes, trafficking the drug dealers. You, sir, are a failure. Go on. Wheels of steel, run with it. Go for it. Okay. And have it both ways. You can't argue that we should add more countries, and yet you didn't like, you we're having all these issues with the first. is that some of the countries that have uh, problems with terrorism are not in the list. Right, and we're reviewing the entire process over this period of time to make sure that we do this right. But I don't These people love to hear themselves talk. You know that in the past 24 hours, we've heard about 80 different journalists ask the same question. These people are brain-dead maggots. Last time we were told by senior administration officials that top immigration staffers on Capitol Hill and other offices were involved in drafting, drafting the executive order. That doesn't jive with the reporting that we have. We're hearing from offices that they weren't involved. So can you say which Wait, so, what, so you're talking offices that weren't involved, but... We're talking so, to any offices on Capitol Hill. So there's 535 offices plus territories. Well, you my question them for you is which... I, I'm not under... None of your damn business. Now, wait a you're not going to sit there, insinuate that he's fucking lying to you, and then think you're entitled to an answer? How about basic human courtesy and dignity, you son of a bitch journalist? Just simply say... There are people, and I'll name them. I am so sick of these pontificators hiding behind the fact that maybe they have a source. Maybe. I've learned about these journalists. I learned about that phony who told the story, wrote a big story. I believe it was in the New York Review of Books. Maybe Excuse it was in the me. New York Times there Magazine. Hold on a minute. And he said that there was an eight-year-old heroin addict. These guys are liars. They make up this shit. You tell me who, who said they weren't involved. They don't need to be involved. I, we elected Donald Trump. We didn't elect these hacks at the State Department. We didn't elect these Lackeys, Congress, and their assistants. And these people that work for three months, these interns. We elected a billionaire named Donald Trump, who's built businesses all over the world. Tough times, lean, good times. That's who we elected. We didn't elect these shit scum at the State Department. Sorry. Donald doesn't need to consult with shit. It was already an act that Obama had signed. Donald just gave it the rule of law and said, it's now going in the hopper. We're filing it. It's being enacted. It wasn't Donald's. It was his idea. It was Barack's idea. No, I got more. Run with it. No, we Go for it. 73 sitting Democrats Democrats. voted to ban visas from some Muslim countries. That law still exists. This law is their law. Trump's executive order is so modest. 
right. that the foundation of it is essentially existing law. It's that reinforcing law the law. Run. Obama stopped. Can, this is in truth. Can I read it? Yeah. In the last President two Obama, years, Obama, Obama stopped enforcing a, his own laws. So that law was passed unanimously, unanimously by both by both bodies of Congress in twenty in two thousand and two. In fact, it garnered the support of sixteen Democrat senators and fifty seven Democrat House members who are still serving in their represented bodies. Following nine eleven, Congress passed the in the in the enhanced border safety Should called the Endangered American Act. And Visa Entry Reform Act, which address many of the insecurities in our visa tracking Stop for system. one minute, take a breath. And the question is, so where, why the hell do we have to go through it now? Because we had an illegal president who didn't support the law. He didn't, he didn't enforce the laws. Why? Because he was a terrorist. Because he's a Muslim faggot scumbag. Right. That's what he right. was. Wake up, America. He was an anti-American. He uh-huh. wasn't even born in America. Nope. He was a hater. He was a Manchurian candidate. He was a homicide bomber to the values of this nation. No, he is one. We will be doing a thorough investigation, and we will get to the bottom oh, of yeah. who he is. And when we have a tribunal... We will get to the bottom. It will be submitted to the Justice Department, and the Justice Department will put an international warrant for his arrest, and his pansy ass will be in jail. It'll be the first American president in the history of the United States in a federal pen. This guy's got to go. Because he was an illegal president. Oh, totally. And he's done nothing but destroy our country. Hello? Okay, so should let me go. Should we go to something else or stay on this? So anyway, let me get back to the seventy-three. As I, as I said, this is already in law. This is already law. Okay, which address many of these insecure and visa tracking. The bill passed the House and Senate. As I said, the bill uh, unanimously. The bill was originally sponsored by a group of bat. Uh, what is that? Bipartisan senators, including Ted Kennedy and Senator Dianne Feinstein, Democrat of California. Among other pres- uh, provisions, it restricts non immigrant visas. How countries- liberal could you get? Ke- Ted Kennedy and Dianne Feinstein, this is their legislation. So let me tell you imagine how much further to the left. The Democrats have driven their party after eight years of Barack Obama. If the lion of the Senate, oh, they're done. the they're fattest done. guy done. to ever be in the Senate, when he would want to get into his boat, he would lay on his and belly and he would roll into the boat. It you can't make it up. It was that disgusting. slob. Okay? The same man who knocked up. The girl at Chappaquiddick, Mary Jo, Mary Jo Kopechny, drove the car off the bridge and, and sat go. there and waited the eight hours because it was low tide. Oh, but nobody she didn't have any fingernails left because she was scraping and scraping against the upholstery in the window. Then, at high tide, he reported the death. Yeah, he was all shaken oh, up. One above the that law. guy should have gotten the death penalty. Yep. 
And this is what this party is. This party. This is the party of murder, of gangsterism, of drug dealing, of union boss mob murder. It's the party that murdered its own. Lyndon Johnson orchestrated the murder of John Kennedy. It's a degenerate, dangerous, filthy party that should be sued out of existence under the RICO statutes. Every asset of the DNC should be confiscated. It's a criminal enterprise. I'm Michelle Malkin for CRTV. Open borders radicals in America are up in arms over President Trump's upcoming executive orders, putting a moratorium on refugee resettlement and restricting new immigration from jihad-coddling countries. Can they be more out of touch? Europe is in shambles thanks to mass Muslim immigration overwhelming their countries and endangering their citizens. In Sweden this week, two refugees from Afghanistan were arrested in the three-hour gang rape of a woman at gunpoint that was broadcast live on Open Borders Facebook. This is just the latest example of what I call the rape-fugee crisis, and the blind and dumb progressives in American media don't want to talk about it. Well, I'll be reporting on the Muslim rape-refugee crisis in an upcoming episode of my CRTV.com show, Michelle Malkin Investigates. Be sure to subscribe and tune in. You do not want to miss it. Real journalism, one narrative, the truth. Yep, everybody should. All right, I'm posting this on the blog as we have spite. The name of the show is CRTV, okay? It's 20 a month. It's like Showtime and Facebook. I'm probably sure you, I mean, Showtime and uh, HBO, and I'm sure that it's no longer $10 for Showtime. But I haven't looked at it since it came out. If you want new media, if you want new media, you must support it. Okay? If you're sick and tired of CNN, if you're sick and tired of MSNBC, if you're sick and tired of the Fox takeover by Rupert Murdoch's pansy-ass family, that daughter-in-law of Murdoch's is a complete Marxist. Okay? So it was great she while it lasted. That business? She married into it. That's typical. And My she, God. And she's who the does one, she think she is? And she's the one who's got the, the, her husband's balls. Okay? So if you want to be part of the new media, join InfoWars. Go to prisonplanet.tv and give them 10 bucks a month. Big deal. I used to give 10, 20 bucks a month to NPR and want to vomit half the time. I stopped. I'm sick and tired of it. So then I give the money to them. I was listening to Live from the World Cafe. But Jesus, do I have to keep listening to David die? Freaking guy is 60 years old. Give it up already. Who the hell wants to listen? I'll take my dentures out. Live from the World Cafe, and I'm David Die. Die already. Who the hell wants to listen to this shit? They've created a freaking franchise, and they still suck money and suck money. I was so offended when WXPN, XPN, PN, Penn University, when all these college stations got infiltrated. Why? Because the kids had foul mouths. 
They talked about things that were explicit. Nobody said you have to listen. Parents who don't monitor their kids shouldn't be parents. But they had their nanny state step in and take the license or threaten the license. So the board of directors stepped in and they created just this mainstream crap called WXPN Live from the World Cafe. So I stopped funding them. Yeah, I fund uh, WWFM, a classical station. It's always, it's the background of my life, classical music. Mozart, not go-kart Mozart, the real Mozart. Nobody checking out the weather chart, giving his anus a curly-whirly. I am sick of this degenerate shit that has been shoved down our throats for too long. Too long. This homosexual agenda. And now they're getting what they deserve. Sharia. They're out there protesting with Sharia. You watch. Give them a little inch and they will take a mile. They won't think they're a ruler. They'll take 20 miles. And all you feminists laying down saying, well, let them rape us. As they say in Sweden, you have no idea, no idea. When Donald gave the allegory of the snake, you have no idea. And you're going to call him a Nazi? You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Donald is not calling for the gas chambers for Muslims. I'm not even calling for that. And I'm to the right of Donald. I just want him the fuck out of this country. And if people start promoting the assassination of Trump, that's not a joke. I don't care that you haven't done anything to do it. You say it, you need to be in prison. But the problem is the children are running in the insane asylum because we don't even have Jeff Sessions approved. So this is the interregnum. This is the purgatory that we're all in. Because the adults, while they won the election, the adults haven't been able to sit in all their different the different parts of government I'm forgetting the term the different agencies we're not heading up these agencies and after you put somebody in the agency then you got to fill all the voids and then you got to figure out who's working against you and then you got to figure out who's leaking against you and who's speaking quietly against your agenda and sending the stuff onto WikiLeaks. There are traitors in our government. This is not going to be pretty. We are on the verge of a revolution. And this revolution is funded by internationals like George Soros who should be in prison, taken to Guantanamo, tried in a military tribunal and executed. And it should be filmed so people understand the consequences for treason. Consequences for treason. Because these people are traitors. Next. Are we sticking with him? Who? Last night, they remember... Done with Spicer. If you want to see the rest of this, all you need to do is go to propagandaearth.store. Well, you, it, this could be the whole show. Okay. 
You have hours of show to do. Well, here's what I like. I have another one to pull up. <clears throat> Bear with me. I wasn't prepared. I'm posting. There's so much going on. I mean, folks, wake up. I don't know what the She types with two fingers. And what yet, and all I hear, yeah, I could smell sparks fly from her fingertips. She's a witchy woman. Let me tell you, a witchy, conservative okay. woman. This Don't you know that Now, this is, okay, enough's enough. Here, now let's move on. This is S-H-I-R-E-E. Q-U-D-O-S-I. Why Muslims back Donald's radical Islam? doesn't have a policy. You haven't approved Jeff Sessions. He's the Attorney General. So Donald doesn't know what's legal, and you think he's going to trust the, the, the AG's office that are all Barack Obama Muslim hacks? You've got to be kidding me. We don't have a Secretary of State approved. It's only seven days in. Feed these people red meat. This lying Muslim should not even be in the country. This isn't the face of America. This guy is taking full advantage of freedom of speech. And the fact that Fox or whomever wants controversy, so they bring a skank like this river rat or sand schwarza onto television to talk Smack. 
We don't have Jeff Sessions in. We don't have Rex Tillerson in yet. Okay? This is ridiculous. It'll take 90 days for Donald to have an entire State Department apparatus built out. Well, wait a minute. Schumer's crying over Donald's ban. What He had a ban. He was talking about banning immigration back in 2015. What, I mean, Schumer is a Marxist liar. The man doesn't have a shred of integrity. He's a political whore. And everybody knows the name of the game. There's a buddy with Congress me. is hated. The Senate is hated. Just everybody loves their own. That's the mental illness in this country. We all hate Congress. We all hate the Senate. But we keep reelecting the same pieces of shit over and over. Don't tell me you hate them. It's like a doctor. I never met somebody in the world. You go to a cocktail party. You got to listen to your fucking moron friends say, oh, I've got, the, I've got the best doctor. Everybody has the best doctor. And yet 325,000 people every year die from iatrogenic illness. I've never heard anybody say, you know what? I hate my doctor. My doctor's a moron. He went to What's the Matter You Univer- Medical School. Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective a new world order can emerge. A new era. Is this really intentional? No, it was an accident. Then press mute. Could you do that? Well, ISIS, the, mo- the modern day mute. Hitler. Mute. You'll have to go on. I, I have no idea where I am. I mean, you do this to me all the time. You have no clue that you don't press mute. D.C. Women's March leader angry that U.S. hasn't adopted Sharia law. How ironic. The no, leader of the not, women's... It's not ironic. Women, it's not ironic. The women's I don't right. care if that's the headline. Ironic. How suicidal. Okay, but they don't write like you. Okay, this is suicide. Social... Suicide. Accuse the other side of which you are guilty of. Joseph G. O. B. B. Goebbels. The propagandist for Hitler. Okay? Accuse the other people. That's why this show is called Propaganda. Because we are living in a sea of bullshit. And we've got something called a permanent state that spies on everything you say and do. And we've got enough morons that say, well, if you have nothing to hide, then what do you care? You must be kidding. The the Russians haven't even yet climbed out of their Marxism. It happened in 1917, and everyone was killed. Then the putsches and the purges came. Then Stalin killed 35 million of his own people. And then what they didn't kill, they put into the gulag. You see, the gulag wasn't in Florida. Do me a favor. Average temperature in Siberia. Yeah, average temperature 
in Siberia. When I read the Gulag Archipelago many years ago. In where? S I B E R. S I V. B as in boy. Yes, Siberia. Yeah. Siberia. Average temperature. Um, by far the most commonly occurring climate. Um, within the av- annual average temperature about minus 5C, 23F, and an average of January, minus 25, minus 13F. 13 degrees, pardon me for a second. In the winter, it's 13 degrees below zero average. Yeah, it could be 25. When the wind blows, you think it's 25 below. How do you think these people lived? They lived in plywood huts. They had no heaters. They mostly froze to death. You see, that's the way the Marxists treated anyone who disagreed with them. You need to read the Gulag Archipelago by Alexander Solzhenitsyn. And then maybe you'll understand what the Russians are still heroically climbing out of. We're in 2017. The Russian Revolution was in 1917, a hundred years ago. The Russians are, I wouldn't call it celebrating, but acknowledging that at 100 years ago, the bloodbath began. A hundred years ago. And if these little Marxists who are playing This is faux Marxism. This is faux anarchy. Because let me tell you something. They would know how to skin a raccoon. And they would know how to fish for their food. And they would know how to find their vitamin C sources so they don't wind up with scurvy. And if everybody in South Jersey down here started eating the, the, the... Uh, deer, the venison, within about three months there'd be nothing left. We would wipe out the entire animal population in the first six months. So if you think that revolution is pretty, you have no idea what you're in for. So it's really important that you get back to the rule of law. Because civilization is fragile. We are so interdependent. It is winter time. Era. Free. Go on. No, I can't because it, I'm posting now. It is winter time. And it is winter time across America and there are very few climates that most any of us would survive if there was a power outage. But we take it all for granted with our little pansy-ass protests about a bunch of Muslims coming into the United States. Let me tell you something. These people don't protest for you in Saudi Arabia. And they don't fucking protest for you in Indonesia. And they don't protest for you in the Philippines. And they don't protest for you in Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Oman. They don't give two shits about you. But you're going to be worrying about somebody stuck at an airport. 
I don't care how good they are. Happens all the time. People get stuck for two, three days at airports. Snowed in. Rain. Floods. Computer outages. Strikes. Air traffic controller strikes. We knew somebody who had two cancellations. It took them two days to travel. Deal with it. Grow up. We need to shut this American Criminal Liberty Union down, the ACLU, rushing in. They're going to fight in order to make sure that these people get due process when it comes to immigration. We should shut immigration down. Donald is moderate. The Democrats called for it, but now it's not their tune. It's Donald's tune, so they oppose it. They're not a legitimate political organization. They're merely a degenerate opposition party. The one thing the Republicans did was they were gentlemen about Barack Obama. They should have fought him tooth and nail the exact same way that Obama's going to fight. Obama is the first president in American history who's been out of the White House in less than 10 days. And he's already mouthing off. Fucking ass ought to be gagged. Bound gag, taking the Gitmo, and have extraordinary rendition done to him so we can figure out who the fuck he is. Because we don't know who he is. And then take that woman, that man masquerading as a woman, lift up the, the wig and say, imagine that. We pulled it off. Because those are the quotes that I've got on the internet. Pulled it off. Yeah. You think you did. What else you got there? Because I know you're posting. Hear it. You're on mute. You're on mute. Okay, you have two versions of it. A new world you got it. Can emerge a new era, freer from the threat of terror, stronger in the pursuit of justice, and more secure to help us make it right. I don't know where this has become all too common. Yes, there have been differences between America and Europe. No doubt there will be differences in the future. Where is it coming from? But the burdens of global citizenship in the quest to bind for peace. us together. Burdens of global citizenship. Global citizenship. This is stereo fuck you're getting right now. We don't know where it's coming from, but it, enjoy it. An order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Sure. The New World Order. Former Gitmo jihadi arrested, charged with being top ISIS recruiter, commander. TSA report. TSA invited Muslim leaders to study airport screening process. Jihadi terror works. You got to stop that for a minute. Jihadis invited to study American screening. Do you hear this? 
This is what J, 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 because his mother didn't know how to spell English. This is the problem when you're African-American and your mother doesn't get out of fifth grade. So she doesn't know that J is J-A-Y, where they think it's fashionable. And we allow these, these morons with their kindergarten educations. Because let me tell you, I don't give a shit what law school they went to. It's called affirmative action. This complete ineptitude was passed up and passed up and passed up. And that's why the black community is a complete shitstorm, because we never held them accountable to the same standards that everybody else is, so they could feel good about themselves. When Barack Obama's man-wife, the she-male, said, I never felt good about America. I never felt good about my country. Of course not, because you were given a gentleman's pass your whole life. All you were was Michael Robinson, a basketball superstar and a football superstar in your, at, your, at your school. So no wonder you don't feel good about America. Why should you? You didn't earn anything. That's the problem with black and Spanish America. We make exceptions. I was blind. And the one thing that my teachers never did do with exception of one single professor my entire life. He gave me a B when I didn't finish the class. He said, I know you'll take it again, statistics. And that was in college. I was never passed along in high school. In fact, if I was honest, I was held to a higher standard. I could remember my uncle from MIT who teaches at Stevens saying to me about a blind student that he has. And he said, I'm not going to make any exceptions from him. I'm going to make it tougher for him, not easier, because he wants to be a professor. So I'm going to hold him to an even higher standard. Wow. What if he had been black and blind? Would you have done the same? I doubt it. My liberal uncle Gerald. I doubt it. All it needs to be is black or Hispanic and they get a pass. And this was started in the Bakke case back in the 1970s when a white guy didn't get into med school because they kept positions open for people who had less qualification. That's a problem, isn't it? But you don't see it that way. And now it's coming home to roost ineptitude at the highest offices of our land, saturating our government, saturating our State Department, saturating our EPA, ineptitude, incompetence, not greatness. What you got, Wheels of Steel? Well, you want to go back to that? Yeah. You know, the thing, the sad thing is none of these liberal Marxists have ever protested like this for American vets. American citizens, nothing. These people are sick. Here you go. records of hundreds of Muslim terrorists. Obama administration refuses to tell Congress the people's representatives how it paid Iran, America's sworn enemies, $1.3 billion. And the American people still haven't figured this out. All of this coming to you by the foreign agent in the People's White House. Treason. Guy needed, needs to be investigated, hogtied, 
get mode. Dog's going after his dick. So what's the link here? Most people did not know that Adolf Hitler was aligned with the Muslim Brotherhood, which was founded in Egypt in e 1928. Egypt, 1928. Egypt, Egypt. A 22-year-old Muslim who admired Adolf Hitler's hatred of the Jews and persistently wrote to Hitler to express his admiration for Hitler and his desire for collaboration with the Hitler's Nazi party. When Hitler rose to power, his Nazi Muslim Brotherhood, Albana, a school teacher, to grow the Muslim Brotherhood into its ally in the Middle East. By 1938, the membership of Muslim Brotherhood topped 200,000 people. During World War II, members of the Muslim Brotherhood spied for Hitler's Nazis in the Middle East and fought for Hitler as Nazi troops into two specially formed Waffen-SS Hansgar divisions. Hansgar is German for scimitar, the curved saber used by the Muslim troops of the Ottoman Empire. Today, America has allowed the Muslim Brotherhood to advocate... Barack we know nothing Obama about our history. Nothing. Power, ...similar to that which Adolf Hitler used the Muslims which the Bush regime, Prescott Bush, was Scumbag. indicted in 1942 for funding Hitler's regime. Should have been in prison for the rest of his life. And then we wouldn't have had a, a George Herbert Walker Bush, this scumbag piece of shit. We have been taken over in this country. That America is part of what has gone wrong in our world rather than a force to help us make it right. Wow. To become all to come. That we are what's America wrong and they, we applaud it. America we applaud it. No doubt there will be Listen to these self hating liberals. But the burdens of global citizenship continue to bind us together. The burdens of a global citizenship. The new age. Manchurian candidate. Americans and Europeans alike will be required to do more. Required by who? Partnership and cooperation among nations is not a choice. Yeah. It's the only way. The it's one way. The choice? That's why we voted for Donald. Because we're not partners. It's America first. That's what this is all about. That's exactly what Obama has been allowed by the American people to do. The unthinkable. Some have even said that it was not what the intelligence world was saying. As if to take it for face value, what American agencies are releasing to the media resources was legitimate concerning terrorism. Apparently, they knew more the good common sense that the Lord has given. Former British Foreign Secretary Robin Cook of Inner Services Intelligence is on record stating, the truth is there is no Islamic army or terrorist group called Al-Qaeda, and any informed intelligent officer knows this. But there is propaganda campaign to make the public believe in the presence of an identified entity representing the devil only in order to drive TV watchers to accept a unified international leadership for war against terrorism. 
The country behind this said none other than former British Foreign Secretary Robin Cook, the United States of America. Now, simply examine the fruit of that which is hanging on this corrupt administration's branches and judge for yourself. The same week President Obama released a 15-gitmo detainee, the former prisoner is arrested and charged with being a top recruiter for ISIS. Abu Nassim was arrested in Libya just days after the State Department claimed very few Gitmo detainees ever returned to terror. So how many is a few? Well, the Pentagon claims more than 200 of those released have rejoined the terrorist ranks. As a matter of fact, last week, former Gitmo enemy combatant was found to be connected to the Istanbul airport massacre. The same week that President Barack Hussein Obama released 15 more Guantanamo Bay detainees. A former prisoner was arrested and charged with being a top recruiter for ISIS. Nassam was reportedly trying to travel to Nasiyah, where he is an ISIS commander and a most wanted terrorist. He was arrested along with approximately 20 other ISIS supporters between the Libya towns of Rigdalin and Al Jamal. Nassim is considered a top jihadist recruiter in Italy. Who released them? According to the Washington Post, nearly 21% of those released prior to 2009 have re-engaged into militancy. Officials say compared with about 4.5% of the 158 released by Barack Hussein Obama. Human rights activists say that the statistics are suspect and cannot be verified because the administration provides almost no information about whom it's counting and why. Most of those suspected of re-engagement are Afghan, reflecting the large numbers of Afghans detained after the September 11th attacks and the ongoing war there. More than 200 Afghan prisoners have been sent back to their own countries from the prison. Friends, this is all by design. Nothing is taking place by chance. Germany will either be a world power or it will not be at all, said Adolf Hitler. The New World Order has been defeated time and time again because Christian heroic spirits conquered the will of corrupt men. History does teach us that nobody in Germany believed that Hitler was guilty of attacking his own Reichstag and inciting his people against his political opposition until Germany was destroyed and 4.4 million dead. Then and only then did the people awake to the fact that Hitler was in fact the perpetrator behind all of the atrocities that took place. So I 9-11. How did Adolf Hitler get away with it? Simple. The people forsook God. Oklahoma. to corruptible man and were destroyed. So I asked. Can it happen here in America? You better bet your bottom dollar, friends, because if you open your eyes wide enough, you can see that it already is. Beautiful. Now let me tell you something. Saudi Arabia was Ben Loudon. Ben Loudon was right. He was the son of the man who helped finance Al Saud. And then in return, later on, he was given enormous contracts, the father, Ben Loudon's father. These are billionaires upon billionaires. He was completely an American paid 
terrorist to fight the Russians. He was our guy. 18 of the 20 were Saudi. Those planes were not flown into buildings. Those planes were drones. Those clowns couldn't fly 747s that their mother's life, their child's life, their life, their God's life, Allah's life depended on it. Not in a million years. And to take the turns that they took were staggering. At the speeds, the slow near stall speeds that they went into building, you people are fucking out of your minds because you recede, you re- go back into this concept that, oh, our government wouldn't do it to us. You must be kidding. We're sucked dry by a military-industrial complex because it's the only thing we can make. We don't make Parker Brothers Monopoly. The chinks make it. The only thing we make are weapons. Barack bombs five out of seven countries. Trump bans. The media doesn't cover that. Oh, but we're going to let people in from nations that Barack Obama recognized were a problem. No, we blew the nations up. We unleashed the hatred. The least thing we could do is protect ourselves. No, it's called permanent war. Because we don't make anything else. While the lying media is freaking out over President Trump's travel ban for seven Middle Eastern countries deemed security risk, they don't give a damn about Barack bombing them, do they? Though the media is currently in a tizzy because Trump's executive order held up around 300 people at an airport, whippy-doo, Barack's bombings were reported as completely reasonable to bring about peace. Peace. Out of the seven countries that were banned by President Trump last Friday, the list Barack created, five were bombed by by Obama administration. Syria, Iraq, Yemen, Libya, and Somalia. Trump banning these people from America is banned? Stop. Breathe. We're an island nation. No one can get here. We put a border on the north. We put a border on the south. Well, that's what we have to do now. And they can't get here. Okay? Let's stop stealing education from our children. Life. You're stealing life from the children. They, they, the taxes for a child's education pit. The retiree against the child. The retiree shouldn't be paying for the education. Where do we get the money to pay for an endless, perpetual war? Oh, did they? No, not at all. Okay. Look, look what Barack sends out. He just sends billions and trillions. Billions. This and guy's trillions. never done what Donald okay. Trump has. He's never built anything in his life. He okay, burns. I don't want to talk about that down. right now. We're talking okay. about education. They're talking about health care. None of which we can afford. Why? Because we live in a perpetual war. ISIS is an enemy. We created ISIS. We created ISIL. We funded them. We armed them. Benghazi should have told you. This is all a game. Wars without... Okay. Finish reading. Okay. 
Hold on. I heard, I heard you. Fine. Have you ever thought about flipping a house? So this is the world that we live in. It's called permanent war. These people can't get to us unless we let them. And then the liberals squeal. Okay, so what? One guy was an interpreter, and he didn't get pissed off about it. This is the world we live in. Permanent war. Now let me finish. Okay. Out of the seven. Pull your wanger dang around. Go out the window. What do you do? So as I said, out of the seven countries that were banned by President Trump because Barack, it was Barack Obama's list. Five were bombed by the Obama administration: Syria, Iran, Yemen, Libya, and Somalia. Trump banning these people from America is bad. Obama bombing these people is good. Where were the George Soros-funded organizations protesting the nearly 100 attacks that have occurred since 2009 George Soros Yemen. invests in bombs. He Yemen. invests in Martin Marietta. He invests in E-Systems. He invests in Lockheed. Okay? Everybody's in on this scam. Okay? Military-industrial complex is big money. Don't ever forget what Eisenhower, General, Central Command, World War II, President, two terms said, beware of the congressional. Don't ever doubt he said those words. Congressional, military, industrial complex. And now it's the pharmaceutical, narco-trafficking industrial complex. It's a scam. The doctors write the scripts to addict you, to destroy you. 
and the drug dealers run amok all over Southeast Asia, Afghanistan, and how do the drugs get in here? They want to stop it. Zero tolerance. It'd be stopped. That's how our government perpetually funds. You think $2 trillion budget for government's enough? What about all the off-budget operations that are run because they control the narcotics around the planet? Who the hell do you think controls Afghanistan? The poppies. We could have burnt them. We could have napalmed them. We could have dirty nuked them. We could have used a neutron bomb on the land, and it wouldn't have produced for 100 years. We could have glyphosated, Agent Oranged it. No. We didn't do any of that because heroin is the money. It's the drug of the trade. It's how all the illicit operations get funded and Americans shoot it and die. They don't give two shits about you. And for the first time in your life, you got a president who really cares. He made his money, and now he's coming to save the day, and you call him everything in the world. Fucking how dare you, stupid sons of bitches. The guy came to save your life. And all you do is fight him tooth and nail, you stupid degenerates. Never in my life seen anything so stupid. I am in shock. One more moment. I can't. I'm not doing that. This is just not fair. I work my butt off. Why don't you sing a song? The song is called One Step Beyond. If I can, I don't know. You need to be talking. Well. I'm sure I have a few notes back here. I have a few notes here. Oh, I think we're talking about travel ban will make us less safe. Oh, I love hearing that. I love the wisdom that comes out of the the part of the Obama administration. Madness. That's what it is. Pure madness. Madness. One step beyond. We have all gone crazy. Is the country worth saving? Because it isn't going to be pretty. how much more matter can get I mean uh, every day but let me finish this on the Barack where were the George Soros funded organizations protesting nearly 100 attacks that have occurred since 2009 in Yemen resulting in deaths of hundreds of militants 
but also many civilians are just massacring but the also people. many it's civilians. a fight Yemen is a fight between the Houthis and the Houthis, and they are one side is Iraq and the other's Iran, and all we do is we just fund Saudi Arabia and give them more f sixteens and more bombs because it's just profits by the by the the masters of war. It doesn't matter what happens to the people. Rape is just another tool of war. And we just blow the shit out of Yemen. It's insane. But if you knew your history, you know it goes all the way back to Russian proxy, because I don't remember which one it was, South or North Yemen, was actually a Marxist nation. And they were part of the Russian alliance. This is the madness that's going on in the Middle East. And now the proxies step in. Puppet master. The masters of death. Saudi Arabia on one side, Iran on the other, because they're gutless. They don't have the fucking guts to fight each other across the Persian Gulf. So they just let out all their Muslim blood thirsty venom through proxies in Yemen. That's the real story. These sons of bitch, yellow-bellied, beige-skinned bastards with their nappy-ass hair should be fighting each other. Fighting each other across the Persian Gulf. Sinking ships in the Persian Gulf. Closing off the Straits of Hormuz. Choking the oil reservoirs. That's what they should do to each other. They're homicidal maniacs, but no. They're going to use Yemen as their bloodthirsty proxy war. And if it wasn't Saudi Arabia and Syria, excuse me, and Iran, it was Iraq and Iran. These sand schwarzes know nothing but hate. And the best thing that Israel did was they built a, a wall, and they are now getting peace while the stupid sand spooks kill each other. And we want their refugees here? You must be crazy. Real simple. You tell me why you catch people on a battlefield who would slaughter your son, rape your, your daughter or your wife as an American soldier. You capture them, you bring them to Gitmo, and then you let them go? I've never heard of anything. Why didn't they fucking, after they got the information, if somebody was by accident or they were, they were snitched on when they weren't even the right person for a reward, why didn't we execute everybody at Guantanamo? These aren't soldiers in a war like in Germany. Why didn't they get the firing squad? They were sure were going to slaughter our kids. They were going to chop off our kids' head. They were going to plant incendiary weapons on the roadside. Why didn't anybody say, military tribunal and execute them? Why have they been a political football since 2001, 16 years, 
of political football. Why weren't they given military trials and executed? Because we have no guts left. Well, if you don't have any guts, don't be in war. Pull the fuck out. If you don't have guts for the consequences, you don't think they're going to be hiding behind behind shields, human shields? Well, you're wrong. Our parents bombed Dresden into the ground. Our parents blew up in Hiroshima. Children died. Infants died. Old age. War is hell. You don't ever go to war. But if you do, you have one rule. You better fucking win. And we don't know how to win because we don't have the stomach for war. So what do we keep going to them for? Jesus Christ, the Marines have a rule. Kill them all. Let God sort out the details. Whatever happened to those Marines? Remember, um, Iran conducted a ballistic missile ballistic missile test Sunday in violation of the UN resolution barring them from such tests. Big John McCain. Remember the- that, John? Bomb, 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 Iran. That was your song, John. Where are you now, John? <coughs> Wandering the halls, asking who your daddy is, sleeping in bed with your wife and saying, who the hell is she? While you pick things out of the air. The reason why Lindsey Graham hangs out is so you can remember who the fuck your name is, you senile son of a bitch. Why are you now saying, blow up Iran? F-35 fighters, what the fuck are they used for? We spend these fortunes for these stealth bombers. Why aren't we bombing the shit? We say, you can't get deep enough? Let me tell you, you go nuclear with neutron weaponry, they'll never get into their caverns. You say they can still build? Let me tell you that crock of shit. 20 miles wide, scorched earth. They won't be able to climb down their little rat holes to get there. Yeah, but you have and all, bomb them over and over and over and over and over, and that'll be the end of it. But all the Marxist liberals whining at the airport, by all means, you all just go ahead and keep protecting the non-existent, ex, extent, ex, the non-exident Muslim ban. There's nothing to see here. What? Existent. The, the non-existent Muslim ban. Right, the non-existent. It's okay. Right, I, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. It's I'm just... Okay. <laughs> You're dyslexic. Go on. I am. I am. Okay, go on to what? Oh, let me finish the the Obama thing. I didn't get to finish. Okay. So, resulting in hundreds of militants, but also many civilians, but Chucky Schumer shed a tear for the 62... Syrian troops killed and a hundred more wounded that Obama administration actually bombed in 2016. Did Chucky Sumer the clown openly weep when the Obama administration was duped into attacking Somalia troops and killed 22 of them in an air strike last year? No, I don't think so. It's we fine have a ban, a temporary no ban, and 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 Wait, I want to finish. I have one more this second. guy clearly has gone off his meds. Is okay, what grown man in my life have I? I never, never. 
You know what? But remember, time, it's the time. only time I ever saw my adult father who went world through World War II cry was when my mother left, and that was after she he beat the shit out of her. Okay, so finally she left, and then when he came home one night, and he said to Abby, the housekeeper, "Where's Where's Mary Beth?" Um, Sydney, let's talk. And as they were walking to the room, she's, she left. And then he just cried his eyes out. Okay? That's the only time I ever saw a man through World War II cry. You ever see your father cry, Teresa? One time. One time when, when my your sister, sister died. died. She was 17. Okay. She was killed in the car accident. I never saw my That's dad cry. Right. My dad would never cry. These never. kids are pussy. Schumer's a pussy, but wait a minute. I've wait a minute. Wait a minute. But it's fine. Shit. But it's fine for the Nobel Prize winning president to bomb these people in their own countries but for president Obama not a Nobel Prize he won a Nobel Peace Prize I just said what it, a, didn't I no you didn't say okay. peace oh for the Nobel Peace, peace Prize, Prize winner winning what a sham they bomb. could shove that whole Peace Prize up their ass but if the, they give it to Obama what a month in office and they give him a Peace Prize but the what pre- a sham but for President Trump to temporarily prevent them from traveling to our country to keep America safe is un-American and unconstitutional. Oh, please, somebody beat me up. This is insanity. Unconstitutional. No alien has any constitutional rights in Wake the United up, States. Stupid this is Marxist not, liberals. Wake this is up. not the New World Order. Sorry. We're not the planetary country. We are the United States, and unless you're an American citizen, let me tell you, black people born in America only were counted as three-fifths. The facts were we had to pass an amendment to give American, African-Americans the vote, the citizenship properly. They were freed by Lincoln. Damn near 70 years after the founding of the country. I'm talking about the Constitution. 90 years after the War of Independence was started and the Declaration was, was proc- proclaimed. There is no international right. Our Constitution. Not here, buddy. If you're standing on our soil... Let me tell you something. You ought to kiss your you ass. You don't have a right to the same laws. We bestow them on you. But if you're not a citizen, okay, we give you the privilege, but it's not in the Constitution. It's become a precedent, but it's not in the Constitution. Nobody's entitled to come to America. It's not an entitlement. Bridgeport State? Where's Bridgeport State? Rep. Christina A-Y-A-L-A. Now, now break it down. Bridgeport. Hartford. Hartford. That's Connecticut. State representative. Christina A-Y-A-L-A. A-Y-L-A-A. Arrested on 19 voting fraud charges. Ayala. Christina Ayala. Ayala. Yeah, 19 voting fraud charges. But but there's you no want to say oh, there's right. no voting fraud. You want to say that in a folder. So when we do a show all on voter fraud, we can constantly pull up the examples. But the Democrats say there's no. And I, guarantee you, I guarantee you she's not a, a Republican. 
she's a Democrat. It's the Nothing. party of pure criminality. Oh, did I say she was Democrat? What no, did you I didn't say, say she anything. Was? Well, I'll tell you in a minute what she is, if you sure. give me a moment. Hold on. All right, bear with me, please. Uh, she's a Democrat. Should that surprise you? No. I never in my life no. hear of voter fraud and voter suppression because by Republicans. Because they're scum. That party's scum. That party's scum. That party's treacherous scum. And we're refugees. And we, uh, I don't even know we're how. We're political refugees. We were ever, Cause ever. Because it's hypnosis. You're well, like my 85-year-old mother said, this party's mentally ill. This is not the Democrat Party I ever grew up in. This is sick. Shit, I've never seen anything like this in my life. She left the party and said, I will never go back. And after what she sees what's going on, she says, this is mental illness. This is not the Democratic Party. These people are gone. This is a party of mental disorder. Now I have something here. For 40 years, the United Methodist Church has supported the Supreme Court's infamous Roe versus Wade discussion. That allowed abortion. Right. This is until last week. Hold on a moment. And let me tell you you something. Just because the Supreme Court ruled on it, there's no constitutional amendment. It was complete judicial activism. There is no right to murder a child, and that's what it was. A woman doesn't have a right to an abortion. She, by God, was given the job of birthing children. That's what her role is. If she doesn't want that role, tie the tubes. But don't tell me you stab it with the Delegates of the country's third largest religious body voted 445 to 310 to repeal the official resolution supporting the case establishing a constitutional right to abortion during its general conference. They also voted to serve its affiliation with the Religious Coalition for Reproductive Choice. Reproductive what? Choice. Say that again? Reproductive choice. No, the sentence before it. What do you mean? Choice is abortion. Read me the sentence. Oh, delegates of the country's third largest religious body voted 445 to 310 to repeal Repeal. the official resolution supporting the case establishing a constitutional right to abortion during its constitution. I got one more thing. So they Muslim, are now against abortion. Right. Muslim refugees decline work. Says it's against their religion to perform labor for Americans. And they still get money from Barack oh, they're coming Obama. Here. Oh, yeah. Just uh-huh. keep giving Benefit. them welfare. Keep giving them food yeah, stamps. Yeah, but we don't yeah. have to work. It's against our religion. Yeah, they're all laying around it's like It's against bum. our religion to work for infidels. Just feed us, because we're entitled to it. We're the superior race. Get out of our country now. We're not ready for this. Oh, I'm ready to get throw them out. Get Donald, ready to pull the bulldozers, the John D. tractors, and move them into out, the sea. Out. And let Saudi Arabia bring their little oil tankers to Arabia, pick up this trash. Saudi, Saudi Arabia will not, will not take any refugees. What do they know that we don't know? Yo, Marxist liberals, what do they know that you don't know? They know their own kind. Right, you stupid jerks. Unbelievable. All right. What's next?
Hello? Okay. Propagate a hitman. Yeah. I'm telling you, you got three minutes left. I got it. I'm checking some notes here. While well, she finds something totally appropriate. Dr. Iris Max. Here we go. Trying to. Everything free in America. Democrats bring us You're listening to Propaganda.Earth I'm your host No, keep it running it's okay. Keep it running, please. Keep it running. I can't. Okay. I just wanted to say something. The terrifying media are talking openly about assassinating Trump. This is sick. This is beyond sick. And Donald doesn't even have a Justice Department to prosecute these people. And you think you can hide behind freedom of speech? By calling for the assassination of the President of the United States, you think you can hide behind free speech. Freedom of speech is not a suicide mission. It's not a suicide treaty. It's not a suicide pact. Well, we have a gruesome video. Muslim mob tears 27-year-old woman apart before killing her over false accusations. Let's play that, and you well, can see that. Well, there's nothing to play. It's over. Okay, it's, you know. it's up on Propaganda right, it's Earth <clears throat> All these videos, all these audio files are found there. www.propagandaearth.store. I'm your host, the Propaganda Hitman, and my co-host, and more and more, she's the host, and I'm the co-host at Wheels of Steel. And Wheels of Steel's got the brass kahunas in this household. You're on mute. You're on mute. Sessions couldn't be uh, brought in fast enough. That's all I can say. Right on. I'm telling you. Jeff Sessions can't be confirmed fast enough. No, but there's a reason. Oh, these are sick. Oh, I think Barack's behind all this. This Mm -hmm. is the Democrats are planning this and the rhino Republicans. Yep, sickos. 
the Republicans in name only, the ones that bed down with their wives who are Democrat Party operatives. And that was Sally Yates, appointed by Barack, who said this. What did she say? What did you say? Your show's over, so hang up. I mean, I'm hanging up. 